you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Oh yeah, it's always good morning football with these four guys. We're always on, we're always talking football. I'm Kyle Brandt, Is Will Selva, Michael Robinson, and Peter Schrager. And Peter, confirm for me, they call him M. Rob because he was robbed of the 2005 Heisman Trophy. Isn't that right? It was an absolute joke. Uh, It should have gone to him. The best quarterback in the nation out of Penn State, Michael Robinson. We are so happy to have you here. You're quarterbacking that three spot in our four box right now. Can't wait for the next three hours. (laughs) Let's get it. Yeah, baby. Let's talk some fullbacks today with the lead block. How appropriate is that? And you know what? You love them. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They have selected first in each of the last two drafts. So let's get some big improvement going. We got... Walker, and we got Lawrence, and we got a new actual human being at head coach. His name is Doug Peterson. We've heard from the Jags themselves recently. Uh, I want you to take a listen to tackle Jawan Taylor, who joined this program earlier this week, and that man, the starting quarterback himself, Trevor Lawrence, who was on total access last night. And then you look at the guys that we've added to the roster, a lot of talent, um, but not only talent, just guys that know how to work that approach the game the right way that you can trust. Uh, I think that's been some great additions to the team and to really build that um, cohesion in the locker room. I think that's one of the biggest things. Uh, So I'm really excited to see what we do this year. Obviously we got a lot more work to do, um, but I think sky's the limit for this group and adding those guys is going to help a lot. I definitely expect the giant jump Um, with this new offense we're running. You know, I feel like it's going to be a great asset for Trevor to really show what he can do. And um, Coach Peterson has been doing, doing a great job with them and uh, getting them ready to go. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what Trevor's going to do in year two. It's going to be a, a crazy jump, in my opinion. All right. I heard the phrase crazy jump, guys. Not a little bump up. Not, you know, he's got to crawl before he can walk. He's saying that this guy is going to become a star this year. Who else as we look around the league? 32 teams, so many players. Who else do you expect a huge jump from or a crazy jump in the league? Peter, who you got? Can I double down on Juwan Taylor? And I said, who else? But yeah. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the guy that everyone's like, whoa. And it's because of what he went through last year. I thought the the situation they had in Jacksonville was about as bad as you can get for being a first-year quarterback. First of all, you're the first overall pick. You're going to an NFL coach who's never coached a game before in the NFL. And he's a disciplinarian coach, but then is, is ousted midway through the season because of, of, of misdeeds on his own behavior uh, issues. That, unbelievable tumult last year, adversity. And yet, I look at the numbers, didn't play great. 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, was in no moment ever the talk of the rookie of the year. Still threw for 3,600 yards. And he still played those games. He was still out there. Trevor Lawrence saw as bad as it can be. 
And then you go back 12 months and it's like, well, we were sitting in these seats last July. We're like, Trevor Lawrence could be the next Andrew Luck or the next John Elway. That's how touted a prospect he was. You add Christian Kirk. You add that offensive line. You add yet another running back in that running back room. You add back a healthy Travis Etienne. I, I think Trevor Lawrence can be really good this year. I'm not predicting the Jaguars to be an AFC South champion or anything like that yet. But I do think you're going to look at Trevor Lawrence year one to year two and be like, oh my gosh. And the last time we had a big jump like that, it was Peyton Manning. Mm. Oh, Peter, great job, bro. Great job because Trevor Lawrence, I expect a a huge jump as well. Uh, Doug Peterson, it can't be overstated how much of a quarterback whisperer Doug Peterson is. He had some experience being in high school, and I think his experience in high school gave him the ability to be able to speak to these young quarterbacks. But for me, I'm expecting a big jump from Jalen Hurts, um, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. I mean, you look at last year, um, he he used a lot of his legs, almost rushed for 1,000 yards, had 10 rushing touchdowns. He needs to cut down on, on the interception nine interceptions but when you have a guy like an AJ Brown a bona fide number one receiver a bona fide X receiver meaning you put him on the backside of a three by one and he is a coverage dictator meaning uh, the corner and the safety and possibly a linebacker they have to figure out where this guy is and put multiple sets of eyes on him and because of that you're going to have guys open up you're going to have more space in this offense I think Miles Sanders is going to have more space and then you can use your first round pick last year Devontae Smith to be that special route runner to get open so when I just look at all the moves Howie Roseman has, has made, this offensive line is coming back healthy, led by Lane Johnson. They have a great running scheme. And I, and I have to say, guys, um, I was wrong about Nick Sirianni. All the Philadelphia Eagles fans, okay. you, you know, great job for hitting me in my inbox. Great job for sending me mail and saying how terrible of an analyst I was because huh? I was wrong with Nick Sirianni. He creates a great environment for these guys to believe in themselves, and they believe that they're going to win this year. So I expect uh, Jalen Hurst to have a huge jump, and after this season, I expect them to negotiate a long-term deal, possibly between okay. $30, 35 nice. million dollars a season. All right. See, Mike, Rob, that's what we love about you. Your candor, keeping it 100% real with us. And also, I think we saw from that playoff loss to the Bucks, they needed help in the passing game, and they got it in the form of yep. A.J. Brown. All right, KB, for you, I'm going to be talking about the Cowboys. So earmuffs, my friend. Let's do it. I'm going to focus on <laughs> wide receiver one, C.D. Lamb, my friends. He's coming off a very solid season, 1,100 receiving yards. But he had some trouble with drops, had just that one catch in that playoff loss against the 49ers. Jerry did make that pick from the couch on his yacht and gave him number 88 for that. So I think the pressure is on a little bit. The CD keenly aware of this opportunity to be the Cowboys' number one receiver following the Mari Cooper trade to Cleveland, Michael Gallup injury, and it seems like he's ready for the challenge. He said last month, quote, I've been ready. That's just me and my competitiveness. That's in my nature. It's kind of how we grew up playing football. I'm always ready for my name to be called, and his name should be called a lot. 104 targets went to Cooper last year, and that opens up the door for Lamb to have more, more volume for him this season. And I truly expect him to rise to the occasion right now. I mean, this for the for, uh, for the uh, uh, the Cowboys, this is a big year for them. And CD needs to produce. Also, Cedric Wilson is in Miami, so all eyes, KB, are going to be on CD Lamb. So now, now you can take off those earmuffs, my friend. For the record, I have no quarrel with anyone on this show who talks Cowboys. They should be talked about. I just won't do it myself. I I refuse to do it. I use my time for something else. (laughs) I want to talk about a team who never comes up on this network. Let's talk some Patriots, guys. Uh, Mac Jones. Quick story about Mac (laughs) Jones. Last year, comes into the league. Everyone makes fun of him for his physique and the cigar and the walk he did at the draft. Starts two and four. The Patriots were 2-4 and four last year, including a loss to the Dolphins, including an overtime loss to the Cowboys. And what happened? They won seven in a row after that. They beat the Titans. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chargers. And all along, Mac Jones was hearing, well, it's the running game and it's the defense. Let me explain something to you. This guy was 23 years old. I'm honestly not even joking. I don't think he shaves. And everyone is telling him, well, he's the check down guy. Check yourself. He was a baby in the league, ripping off a seven-game win streak. 
with, with Bill Belichick on the sideline and Tom Brady's shadow still cast over the stadium. I think it's an amazing thing that he did, especially since it all started after that Cowboys loss in which he threw a horrible interception and just bounced back. I don't think he cares. I really don't. I think he is a, a Saban and Belichick droid who has a very short memory and somehow his teammates describe him as goofy. I love that a guy could be goofy in New England. We met him. He is goofy, and he's really good. I don't know if he's going to be good enough to jump up and go against that maniac number 17 in Buffalo, but I do expect a big jump from him. But, Mike, if you don't think I'm doubling back to you with the Jalen Hurts take that he's going to be a year from now on a 30 to $35 million a year contract, I love it. I'm into yep, it. Yep. You were a guy who ran around a lot when you played quarterback. You see that much in him that the Eagles and Roseman are going to be like, this is great. This is our future. Yeah, I do. And, and, and Jalen Hurts is a winner, right? You look at all the way, way he's been get, getting guys together, uh, training. And again, having that piece on the outside, to me, gives Jalen Hurts um, the advantage as far as the expectations and making that big jump this year. But just going back to your take um, with the New England Patriots and Mac yeah. Jones, who's going to call plays, man? Like, Matt Patricia? Yeah. Uh, defensive coordinator? A guy that didn't win as a head coach? Joe Judge? A guy who... Caught a quarterback sneak on fourth and on third and forever. I mean, I, I think Mac Jones is a great talent. I love their, the, the guys on the outside. Taquan Thornton is going to create some space in this offense. But who the hell is going to be calling plays? That's very important. It's a fair mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you also look at, you know, well, okay, if he had that, that season with Josh McDaniels, well, it kind of fell off a cliff, and now you rip McDaniels from him. So how could you possibly have it better than that? But to Kyle's point, 15 pounds lighter, Great shape, a year under his belt, a training camp under his belt, and now an offseason under his belt. I, I'm going to lean more on Mac is going to figure it out himself and not have to rely so much on the coaches in year two. And gosh, it, I think it's a great poll to take if we were to do it right now, put on Twitter. Who has a bigger 2022, Jalen Hurts or Mac Jones? I think you might find a split right down the middle. Ooh. Two guys who were in the playoffs last year. Some guys can just figure it out. There's always going to be questions, coordinators, coaches, I get it. I just believe in Mac Jones, and uh, I think he's going to be really good. Guys, this is when we have to shift gears in the middle of the A blocks. We have fun, we talk football, and then we get to the news, which is, as usual, about Deshaun Watson. And Ian Rappaport has the report on the latest with the Browns quarterback. Take it away. The disciplinary hearing for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is headed for a third day. After all-day affairs Tuesday and Wednesday in front of jointly appointed judge Sue L. Robinson in Delaware, the NFL will continue to make its case against Watson for a third day. Likely, likely this is the last day of the Deshaun Watson disciplinary hearing. And then either the two sides will reach a settlement, which at this point certainly seems unlikely, or more likely wait a couple weeks and have Robinson render her verdict. The NFL is still, as of now, pushing for a full year, an indefinite suspension of Deshaun Watson, where he would have to reapply to get onto the field after a year. His lawyers and that of the NFLPA are arguing that his suspension should be far shorter, perhaps even zero games, saying that he did not violate the NFL's personal conduct policy at all. Uh, Meanwhile, so much still to be determined, including just simply, when will the Browns starting quarterback actually be on the field? At least today, there'll be some sort of resolution for a big part of it. Thank you, Ian. NFL pushing for a full year. Who would be the Browns quarterback? We do not know, but we know that is the Bills pass rusher. Old face, new place. One of the great Ooh. phrases in sports TV. We're going to get into a bunch of those right there. Plus, this is going to be so fun, I promise. There's only really a handful of true fullbacks left. I don't even know if Juszczyk qualifies. He's just so versatile and such an athlete. He does. I'm talking about the old guys with the bull ring helmet and the neck roll. We have our list of the fullbackiest fullbacks to ever live. It is going to be all kinds of fun right after this. Good morning, football. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Little history lesson for you. The fullback position really came about because here's a guy who wasn't big enough, wasn't fast enough, but just one tough warrior. That's how I got started. They're constantly making the big blocks, making the big hits, opening up holes for the running back. That's a hard hat position, man. I mean, you got to be tough as nails to play fullback. Every play you hit the guy head on. Holmes up, yes. tackle right, gets a great block. Inside the five, stretches out, touchdown! You got to be a little crazy to play fullback. If you don't love fullbacks, you don't love football, I'll just say it. There's a glorious Twitter account called The Last of the Fullbacks. I suggest you all follow, and it celebrates exactly what this segment will. We have uh, devoted weeks, days, segments to all different positions over the last couple months. We've done GMDB, GMQB, where we celebrate defensive backs, quarterbacks. With Mike Robb here and with all of our love for football, we are doing... Good morning, fullback, the original nice. GMFB. Yes. Good yes. morning, fullback. Yes. Here's the deal. I could have gone any way I wanted with this. I'm going to give you my top five list of the fullbackiest fullbacks of all time. What does that mean? Tony Richardson is not on this list. Tony is a cool, laid-back guy who did not wear a neck roll. Larry Center is not on this list. Too much of a weapon. Mike Allstock carried the ball too much. He was a running back as much as a fullback. These are just the guys who are punching lockers before the game and taking on Mike linebackers for the whole game, their whole career, the optics, the snot bubbles, all the glorious stuff. Let's get after it, my friends. The fullbackiest fullbacks of all time, in my opinion. Number five, John Ritchie. This is what you're looking for. Seven seasons with the Raiders and Eagles. In those seven years, he carried the ball 15 times. Ritchie, very durable, very tough. Very bloody. Uh, blocked for the likes of Ty Wheatley, Charlie Garner, Brian Westbrook. All business, all hitting. There's no glory. There's no. You don't see him catching the ball. You don't see him get that nominal carry at the goal line to give him a touchdown. He's there to open holes for talented, fast running backs, even if you have to block in the back to do it. Also went on to co-host the Artie Lang Show later in his career. Ty Wheatley looks like a fullback there. That's number five. Number four on the fullbackiest fullbacks of all time, the Moose. Daryl Moose Johnson coming in at four. Maybe the greatest blocker purely of all time, but in the sense of this list, I got him at four. Guys, a second round pick? A second round pick out of Syracuse. They took him in the second, same draft. They took Aikman. Moose started his career with 134 straight games played. 134. During his rookie year, he was given the nickname Moose from Cowboys backup quarterback Babe Laufenberg because of how big he was compared to the other running backs. You know the deal with Emmett. He led Emmett to nine consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, nine to become the all-time leading rusher. 
And most importantly for this segment, why is Moose here? Because Moose was on something called the All Madden team in which John Madden would pick his favorite players and boom, he's on his back. He even doubled back in the in the broadcast booth to reflect on being named to the All Madden team in a sweatshirt that Peter would kill someone to wear. And one of my most prized possessions is this sweatshirt. And and you're exactly right, Chris. I think one of the things that that John really helped everybody with, I was not a player whose statistics were going to be something that John Madden would recognize. My role was to block for Emmett Smith, and there weren't a lot of numbers behind what I did. Well, you had him, Moose. The only reason he's four on this list is, frankly, Moose is the complete gentleman who we've come to know more as a broadcaster after his career. And on this list, I want some maniacs. On this list, you want a fullback blocking for you. You want someone who hits like a Mack truck who's really strong. How about a gentleman whose literal name was Mac Strong at number three? Let's get yeah. into it. This is his given name. It is not a nickname. He did not change it. Oh. Mac Strong, undrafted in 93 out of Georgia. This dude played 14 years, all with the Seahawks. He played over 200 games. Look at him out in front of Ricky Waters in those beautiful silver helmets. Oh, my God, this is good. There's Mac in front of Sean at Soldier Field. Uh, Over a 12-year span, Mac Strong missed four games. He's out there. He's durable. He's blocking for Chris Warren. Look at that. Kicking him out, the silver on the on the astroturf is absolutely glorious. Max Strong had it all: the size, the name, and blades, blades right there catching the ball. Uh, Brian Blades wristbands on Sean Alexander will be part of another segment. But Max Strong, I have you all the way at number three. So we are now in the rare air of the fullbackiest fullbacks of all time, the guys who just had it all going on central casting, if you will. And you better believe this young man, old man at this point, is making the list. Number two. Corey Schlesinger. That's right, Detroit. Wake up. The big man is going to be out in front of Barry. Number 30 blocking for number 20. 12 years in the NFL. All with the Detroit Lions. He was on the 1999 All-Madden team. He would usually end the season with fewer than 10 carries. When he was in high school, you can't make this up, he drove in demolition derbies. And let's talk about college Corey Schlesinger for a minute. What's up, Husker Nation? Give me some... There's the man right there. Neck roll for days. That is winning a national title for Tom Osborne against the U in which he had two touchdowns. Guys, in college at Nebraska, he was the 1993 lifter of the year, which sounds amazing. And there he is going into the end zone against the U. Went on to block for Barry Sanders, everybody else for 12 years. And guys, guess what? He's a high school teacher now. Has been for years. Corey Schlesinger, I want to be you when I grow up. How do you beat that? How do you take out Corey Schlesinger from the Huskers in Detroit? Number one on the fullbackiest fullbacks of all time, when the Lord Almighty said, I'm bored today, I'm going to create an NFL fullback, I'm going to name him Lorenzo Neal. Guys, watch the video right off the bat. Hello, Lorenzo Neal. Boom! That's my man right there, the human fire hydrant, 16 years, just blasting dudes in the B-cap, went 13 straight seasons of not missing a game. I said 13 straight without a game. Blocking for Ladanian, blocking for Eddie George, blocking for Corey Dillon, who he blocked for when Dillon became the first player in four years to rush for 100 yards against the Ravens. But the real reason he gets the number one spot is let me show you the backfield he was part of. The lead blocker of the most hilarious backfield of all time, Neil blocking for Allstott in 1998. The most frightening backfield ever. Look at these two maniacs. Look at how big their butts are. Neil going in the red zone to punch it in. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a 15-1 Vikings team. This was their only loss. That was the game winner. You pick the fullback and you pick the tailback there. You can't. It's an unbelievable group. Low Neal is my number one fullbackiest fullback of all time. Schlesinger, Strong, Moose, Richie, those are my guys. Oh my God, that was fun. Who wants to react first? Mike Rob, I love you. You got to get in here first. You are a fullback in this league. You won a Super Bowl. Who you got, baby? 
Great job, Kyle. I have no qualms with this list. I love the list. Yeah, you could have put Larry Sinners in there. You could have put my guy, uh, uh, Tony Richardson in there and guys like that. But I love this list. And people got to realize the fullback's job is to get the ball carrier to the line of scrimmage and protect them from inside out. Look, I felt like I was in my running back meeting room for, for a second there. But that's the job of the fullback. And there's not a lot of us out there in the National Football League, but it gives the runner a, a defined run read. I love it. Lorenzo Neal was a guy I used to talk to almost on a monthly basis when I was in the National Football League, always giving me some things to, to, to look at and some and some pointers. And Max Strong, oh my goodness, Max Strong, one of the best to ever do it. The guy came in the league at six one, he finished at six foot. That should tell you exactly what the role of the fullback is. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> Kyle. I- I got some honorable well mentions here. Vonta Leach, Laron McClain. I could go deep. We could go William Henderson, but there's one name mm, yeah. that I was waiting for, and I know you know his nickname. Bar none. William Floyd, William Floyd of the 94, yes. 95 Boy. San Francisco 49ers in those jerseys specifically. Thank you, Quab and the production crew. That's what I wanted to see. He was a rookie this season in that great, great year for the Niners where Steve Young finally got a Super Bowl. Kyle. William Floyd out of Florida State, the last first round fullback the NFL has seen. The last one, and that was the 94 draft. One of my favorite fullbacks would go on to play for the Panthers as well. Your list is amazing, though. I have no qualms either. I just want to see William Floyd in those uniforms against the Broncos in those uniforms. (laughs) The pride of Florida State, love bar none. KB, love this list. I was looking at those clips, and it reminded me of why we do what we do. It gets me excited for football. It gets me excited for training camp. Max Strong, great name for a fullback. I got another one for you. How about Sam Gash? Do you remember yes. Sam Gash? Yeah. That man had the Penn neck State. roll there, right? That enormous neck roll. Penn State guy paving the way for guys like Curtis Martin in New England and Jamal Lewis in Baltimore. Ooh. He had some good seasons in Buffalo as well. Two Super Bowl appearances and that ring with the 2000 Ravens. I mean, he's a verb, okay? He gashed the defense. It doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) Sam Gash all the way. Honorable mention on this list, KB. Loved, loved what you did. And love what Sam Gash did, too. You guys know how these lists work. You think about them, you put the time in, you work with the production staff, you rack your brain, you come up with your final five, and you feel proud of it. And I'm sitting here, I'm saying, I should have had Sam Gash on the damn list. Can we do it over? I should have had Sam Gash. It's a Thursday. We've got four hosts who know the NFL's history inside Mm -hmm. and out. So we broke out the trivia game. Mm -hmm. It's going to be mixed bag trivia. And I'll tell you this, the topic is going to be old faces, new places. Are you guys ready to play a little mixed bag trivia? Let's start with uh, Mike Robinson in the top box over here above me. Mike, we're going to go to Green Bay for your question, okay? And here's what it is. Devontae Adams is now a Las Vegas Raider after eight amazing seasons in Green Bay. The question is... Which former Packer holds the record for all-time receiving yards? Is it Devontae Adams? Is it Sterling Sharp? Is it the great Don Hudson? Or is it Dancing with the Stars champion, Donald Driver? Oh, this is a good one. Sterling Sharp is one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. His career was cut a little short because of a neck injury. He's also a mentor of mine in the broadcasting game. Devontae Adams, baller. You saw what he's done with um, with Aaron Rodgers over the last couple of years. I'm going to have to go with Donald Driver on this one. D, Donald Driver. Is that right, Peter? Not only is it right, he's right by a lot of yards. Donald Driver's the right answer, Michael. 14 Ooh. seasons with the Packers. Had 10,137 receiving yards. 14 seasons in Green Bay and had seven different 1,000-yard receiving seasons. 61 touchdowns. He did this with both Favre and with Rodgers. Wasn't only him. Look at this. Number two, James Lofton. And I think of James Lofton as like a bill at the end of his career, but almost 10,000 yards as a Packer. Then Sterling Sharp, then Adams, then Don Hudson. We are on the board. Michael Robinson, you advance to the next round. Well done. Will Selva, are you ready for your question? (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. 
Let's go, Will. All right. We saw Von Miller signing with the Buffalo Bills, and Kyle has mentioned it multiple times over the last few months. He's trying to become just the second player in NFL history to win a ring with three different teams. He's already got two rings, looking for three. That led to the question, which defensive player has the most Super Bowl rings in NFL history? Oh, I know. Is it A, Charles Haley, B, Matt Millen, C, Ted Hendricks, or D, San Francisco 49ers legend, Kina Turner? Well, sir, well, Selva, what do you say? Okay, so Keena Turner loved his game. Linebacker for the 49ers was part of some Super Bowl teams, but he played mostly in San Francisco. Ted Hendricks, the Matt Stork there, played with the Raiders, among other teams. Uh, Matt Millen, also a former Raider, former 49er. But in this one is Charles Haley. How do I know this? How do I remember this? Because he was a Cowboy and he was also a 49er. And he landed in two very, very good situations, Shrek. So I am going with Charles Haley. Not only is it Charles Haley, it's Charles Haley because he went 5-0 and in Super Bowls. Five Super Bowl rings for Haley. He won two Super Bowl titles with the Niners at the end of the 80s. And then he goes on to win three in four years with the Cowboys. He beat the Bills twice. He beat the Bengals in 89. And he beat the Broncos and Steelers in 88. And, of course, the Steelers in 95 over Bill Cowher. Uh, Charles Haley, an, a pro football Hall of Famer, one of the biggest personalities in NFL history, and one of the most feared players in NFL history. Charles Haley is the correct answer. We're two for two. Are these questions too easy, Kyle? Yes. Are you ready for the mixed bag question? <laughs> I'm a little distracted, Peter. I've just been tweeting your glow-up picture, and uh, the first response comes from Larry <laughs> Fitzpatrick from the USA Today, who just says, wow, the people love it. They love it. The people love it. It, it, was, it was Michael Phelps before Michael Phelps was even born. And this question is going to put you right in that era. Okay, we're, going back to, we're going back to 1995. All right, let's go. Because the, the Chargers have added J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack, and they got the great draft pick, and everyone's talking about, okay, Super Bowl hopes. The last time the Chargers actually played in a Super Bowl was 95, and it was Stan Humphreys and Natron Means and, of course, Junior Seau and the rest. Who was the SNL host and musical guest before the Chargers' only Super Bowl appearance? This is 95, Kyle. Was it Paul Reiser and the Cranberries? Was it David Hyde Pierce and Live? Was it Halle Berry and Arrested Development? Or was it Paul Rudd and four non-blondes? What's going on? What do you say? I, I would love to say what's up to D, but I can't do it. I don't th- look. I know Riser had mad about you and the cramp. These are hard, Peter. I think you put David Hyde Pierce just because you think it's a funny name to write up there. Even though Live was big with throwing copper, <laughs> could they go as big as Hallie and Arrested? I, Peter, I, I think it's Riser and the Cranberries. Zombie. Am I right? Great guess. And of course, Riser had those NBC ties. They might have been pushing mad about you on us. Uh, but the correct answer is another NBC show on must-see TV. It was the number two man on that show. David Hyde Pierce is the right answer. And Live, of course, Ooh. Live gets the right answer. Live played I Alone and Selling the Drama. This also happens to be Mike Myers' last and final episode as an SNL cast member. Oh. A couple days later, it would be the last and final uh, Super Bowl appearance for the Chargers until maybe this year. All right. Kyle, your thoughts on David Hyde Pearson live before we get to the next question. (laughs) I'm a John Mahoney guy from that show. I also find it fascinating. It's Myers' last show. Come to find out, Myers maybe not the most popular cast member on that show. But, Peter, that's a different program. We can get into it. What else you got for the last one? Hey, he might not have been popular with the other guys there, but I'll take Simon, I'll take Sprockets, and I'll take Wayne's World over anything that some of those other bit players did. Let's go to the final question here. All right. The final question is a video clue. Let's bring it up right here. It's the 2018 AFC Championship game. It's the Jaguars versus the Patriots. And which old face in a new place from that Patriots defense makes the game ceiling play in this game? Is it A, a Malcolm Butler interception? Is it B, a Chandler Jones strip sack? Is it C, a Stephon Gilmore pass breakup? 
or is it D, a J.C. Jackson interception? This was the play that put the AFC Championship game on ice and mm. sent the Patriots to the Super Bowl. We'll go clockwise here. We'll start with Will. We'll then go to Michael, and then we'll end with Kyle, and then we'll see how the video clue ends up. Uh, all right, so I don't think it's Chandler Jones. Uh, I think it's between Butler and Gilmore. I'm going to say Gilmore on this one. C. Okay, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to go Stephon okay. Gilmore, too. Blake Bortles was the quarterback for the for uh, Jacksonville. Oh, my goodness. Not long ago. It seemed like forever ago, but yeah. Not yeah, long ago. Right. Uh, I'm going to go Stephon Gilmore, too. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore, pass breakup. I don't See. think Malcolm Butler was the thing until the big play against Russell, so I'm going to say B, Chandler Jones, Peter. Malcolm Butler had already made the big play against Russell, which is why I threw him yep. in there, and it was a little bit oh. of, a, of a fake out. Let's go to Jim Nance and Tony Romo up in Foxborough for the call. Stepping up and throwing, and it is knocked down by Gilmore. What a play by Gilmore. You're going to see him step up. The safety's right here. He gets behind him, and Westbrook has a step. It's really a pretty good ball by Bortles. He gives him a chance. It's just an incredible defensive play by Gilmore. He's levitating in the air on that one. Stephon Gilmore will be with the Colts this season, a former defensive player of the year. Mixed bag trivia, it never fails. Just like you guys, you're the best. All right, it is guest time here on Good Morning Football. He was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in 2021 out of Florida State University. He's expecting to have a big role on this year's defensive unit. Please welcome back to the program Vikings linebacker Janarius oh, Robinson. Yo. What's yeah. up, Janarius? What's up? Good to be back All in right. the building once. Hey, yeah, yeah, you were with us before, so I'm glad we didn't scar you, and you were welcome, welcome back. <laughs> so at least you know this is a safe space, uh, my man. Um, you, of course, missed your rookie season, unfortunately, because you were dealing with a leg injury. I know you're going to get a chance to get more action here coming up, being on the field. I bet you can't wait to pop somebody on the field, even as we speak. Uh, what is your expectation? What What are you excited about with this upcoming season for you? Uh, just sitting out last year, I'm just excited just to get back on the field with my brothers and, you know, just walk this journey of, you know, living out my dream and being on the NFL roster and, and just, like I said, living out my dream and playing the game that I love, that I've been playing since a young child. Janarius, you know, we were talking in the commercial break, and I want to bring it to the to the camera here. You didn't get to play last year. It was basically a redshirt season because of an injury. Tell the uh, viewers at home and the Vikings fans at home what you did this offseason and who you attached yourself to to get ready for this 2022 season. On this offseason, I want to take a, a different approach, uh, training with some veteran guys. I know in the spring I went to Houston to train with Daniel Hunter um, just to get around those guys who, who's successful and, and walking those shoe, in those shoes that I want to do. So, And then this past offseason right now, in this summer uh, training, I'm down in Orlando with Zadaria Smith training, with TP training, just getting a little work in. Just like I said, just surrounding yourself around guys who's walked that journey, who's wanting to, who's accomplished things that you're wanting to accomplish and just getting that mentality and just uh, getting that mentorship for those guys who's, who's earned and done certain things in their career that I want to do. It's smart. It's insightful beyond your years. We have to show you a picture now, Janarius, a photograph that is a little bit startling. Just bring up the picture for everyone at home. Uh, this photograph <clears throat> was taken and released <laughs> by your starting quarterback. The caption says, oh, wow. fell asleep with a tank on. I would like to know your thoughts on the photograph, and we love Kirk Cousins here. Can you tell us something about the QB one that maybe we don't know? First, that tan line is pretty serious. You got to get Kirk some sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirk, is a, Kirk is a great guy. Uh, Christian-like guy, and uh, that's somebody I can chill with. Um, and he's a good person. I love Kirk. That's he's a good dude. Okay. What's going on, Janoris? Um, Janoris, uh, the Vikings hired a new head coach, Kevin O'Connell. Just talk about what's been your first exp- your first impressions of the new head coach. Oh, he's a great guy. Young, energetic. Um, brings that juice every day to practice. Um, 
And that's somebody you want to be around, somebody that brings that juice and has that young atmosphere and, um, you know, just gets everybody going. And that's one thing I can say about the team is that he has us going and uh, he's bring, he brings that energy and that makes the team want to bring that energy and, you know, practice and give them, his all, give them their all. So I like Coach uh, Kevin. Janaris, we we love the energy that you bring and also what you do off the field as well. Uh, You are from Panama City, Florida. In 2018, unfortunately, your family had lost their home due to the devastation from Hurricane Michael. can only imagine how that experience shaped you, but it did inspire you to start your own foundation called the Win Within. Tell us about what it is that you do and why it's so important to you. So I started this foundation just uh, solely off the fact that, you know, I've grew up in kind of my city uh, where, you know, some guys came back and gave back to the community, but I wanted to pour back into my community that poured back into me and just give these kids some hope that they can do the same thing that I've done. Um, we do football camps, back to school drives, uh, food giveaways for Christmas, uh, bicycle drives for Christmas, bicycle giveaways. So I just wanted to pour back into my community just to give, just to show them some thanks and just give these kids hopes that, you know, don't give up on your dreams. Uh, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Just go out there and strive and work hard for your goals, and you can accomplish anything that you put your mind to. Dude, you are wise beyond your years. And for the viewer at home, this young man you're watching right now has a longer wingspan than Daniil Hunter, who has the longest wingspan that I've ever seen and yep. is ready to take the field. But before we get there, let's talk about what the what your uh, foundation is doing this weekend and how important this is going to be for the community in Panama City. So next week, uh, the 8th and 9th, um, so the 9th, we'll have a football camp, a youth football cheering camp for the first 250 kids that register and then the first 100 cheerleaders that register. And we just want to have a good day with the kids and just, you know, show them some drills and give them some technique pointers. And it's all about the kids that day, you know, just give back to the community. Um, Want everybody to come out and show support and just have a good time that day. All right, that's Saturday, July 9th. Janarius, thanks again for coming back on Good Morning Football. Good luck to you this season. Go get them, my friend. Go get them. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're now joined by one of the top players on an emerging Cowboys defense. He's, he's a third-round pick and entering his second season out of UCLA. Please welcome back friend of the show, Cowboys defensive tackle, Osa Odigazua. I hope I said it right, big doing. dog. Yo, there you go, what up, yes. Osa? 
I appreciate the <laughs> yes, pause. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take my time, do it right. I love it. Absolutely, man. Got to show you the respect. Now, look, training camp starts in just a few weeks for the Cowboys. What are you planning on working on the most before the season gets on its way? I mean, just working on my hands is making sure I got them polished and and just nice, fast, violent for the season. You know what I mean? Just making sure things are crispy, working on the technique. That's really just the emphasis for the summer is technique and conditioning, really. You guys had uh, such a great season last year on defense, putting it together with Dan Quinn, and you add all these rookies in the draft. For Cowboys fans watching now, can you kind of give us a little profile of the four rookies or three or four rookies that you saw caught your eye during mini camps and just that you think they should be aware of and on the radar as we continue to add talent to one of the best young defensive rosters in the league? I feel like we we added a lot of talent to the D-line. That's really who I've been paying the closest attention to, just like in terms of, Sam and John, those guys are good. They're they're clean. They're violent. You know what I mean? Just physical dudes. I, I like I like what I'm seeing from both of them. Um, even our undrafted guys, Mika and uh, Big Cat. Like looking at those guys, like sheesh, sheesh. You know what I mean? I feel like we added some some good guys, some dogs to the D line. Oh, so we looked at your uh, Twitter timeline and we said, sheesh. If a guy with personality like you, we always scour the things that you've said. And we're going to use what we found uh, to make a, another version of explain that tweet. It is a thing we do here with guests sometimes. So explain <laughs> this tweet. We'll start off. I'm going to go number one, okay? I love this tweet. This is a really uh, surprising that we get this because you don't hear a lot about it. Uh, incredible gem from back in April. If we can run the tweet. You said, Gattaca is such a great movie. Now, everyone who doesn't know Gattaca, it's a 1997 movie with Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, who were married at the time, a sci-fi movie. Oh, so why did you tweet this? And are people sleeping on Gattaca? Yes, they are. Like, if you haven't seen I was watching it again. <laughs> I watched it in a science class in high school, and it was just one of those ones that just makes you think, right? And then we're, at the same time, I was doing, like, a report on CRISPRs, which is, like, one of those things that they... It's hard to explain, but CRISPR is basically something they use for genetic research. So, and then the concept of like designer babies and, and things like that, which is like a real thing. You know what I mean? It's crazy that that movie was made like so long ago, but it's pretty relevant to like what's happening just in terms of science and those crazy parts of science that you really like, you know what I mean? You really don't think about, but it's like, it's real. You know what I mean? So it's just a really interesting movie. Uh, designer babies was not something that we would bring up here uh, on Good Morning Football so early. So let's go through more of your tweets, all right? So so let's go back to March is, I believe, what it is. You tweeted, so glad I started listening to Slash reading books. The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. Uh, So what book have you read recently that you would (laughs) recommend to all of us and to the viewers? Um, Well, the second part of that tweet is actually a quote from a book that I was listening to at the time. It's called Chop Wood, Carry Water. It's pretty short read, but it's really it's a really good book just about, you know, sticking to the process and and dedicating yourself to the mundane things that you that are boring pretty much, but are going to make the difference. You know what I mean? Just the small things consistently is basically what the book is about. Here's the book I'm reading right now. And this is what they're going to want to do in Dallas. It's called Winning by Jack Welch from GE. I suggest you read it if you want to be inspired. Uh, And I'm inspired by another tweet. One about anime. I'm not an anime uh, fan Mm. or enthusiast. Don't know it. And yet you love love your anime and attack of the what is it it's aot tell us what it is and why you love it um i mean i like i like anime a lot i feel like attack on titan they really came differently for the like the second half of the final season which is like being split into three parts just feelings about that is just uh i didn't like that but the writing the writing and just like what's going on in the show itself peak fiction peak fiction i can't lie it's crazy <laughs> man i don't i'm not gonna lie to you bro i don't understand anime my kids watch anime i can't get into it bro i can't understand all the concepts the words the mouth be a little different <laughs> all that I mean, but 
before, before, I can't do it, dog. I don't, I don't know about the you. Story, but I, bro, you know, like, I feel like you can watch a lot of things and they won't like. It's a lot of mindless things. I feel like if any, if if you're judging me, if you're judging anime watchers out there right now, and you watch reality TV, I need you to please close your mouth. Like, oh, yes, there's like oh. There's actual, there's actual oh, meaning, yes, yeah, and and like morals to the story behind anime, and like there's there's like deep. There's deep stuff. Obviously, there's like quirky little funny things in there, just like there's anything. But like, if you're if if you're watching reality TV and then you're judging someone for watching anime, I like I just I can't listen to you at all. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. You've given me so much ammunition to talk to my wife a little bit later. Thank you for that. But anyway, um, before we let you go, we just want you to. Talk to the Dallas Cowboys fans, man. I mean, you guys have been up and down over the last couple of years. What makes you think that this Dallas Cowboys team this year will be different? You know, I feel like we're the defense has only gotten better. I feel like offense, we added pieces as well. You know what I mean? I feel like the team, we're miles ahead of where we started last year and then just building on that. So I feel like we really got something special going. So tune in, keep riding the way you guys have been. I appreciate you, Cowboys Nation. Hey, Elsa, it was a pleasure having you on the program. Certainly an enlightening conversation. We know what books to read. We know we have to watch anime as well. And before we let you go, real quick, we had a discussion about minions. Would you care more about minions or Thor, in your opinion? We're trying to settle this. I'm watching Thor. Mm. Yeah! There we go. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. What about The Bachelor? <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Never seen the episode. Don't plan on not. watching it. Live. Dude, selling sunset is sick. <laughs> not watching Dude. that either. Uh, you don't like it. reality TV? You're on the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. You're in reality TV, bud. He's right. He's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. I can't, like, I can't even argue with that. Yeah. I can't even argue. I tried to find something. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. You got me there, bro. You're the best, man. Thanks, Osa. You are a great sport. Thank you so much for being on, and good luck this season. And come back on again, all right? Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.